You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Josh Calloway here alongside James D. Jackson with Sooners Illustrated and 24-7 Sports at Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio, where Oklahoma is 4-0, the mark they couldn't quite get to a season ago. This time they've reached four games, four wins for the Sooners, all by double digits. James, obviously this game, 20-6 final, was competitive. By no means was this a blowout, but Oklahoma controlled in the second half. And in what was a true road environment, this place was rocking. The Cincinnati students were on it. It was on fire in pregame, especially the first part of the game where Cincinnati was really in it. The Sooners found a way to get the job done. This is what we expected. We expected a very big turnout mm. for Cincinnati. It's the first, the first year in the Big 12. I mean, why yeah. not? OU's in town. you got to have as many advantages as you can when you face a team that has you know, such historic success. But can I only talk about the defense in this one, man? Just talk <laughs> about the OU defense and the way they played. The defense overall was was outstanding. No touchdowns given up in this game. We had two interceptions, one from Key Lawrence, one from Billy Bowman. I mean, outstanding. You couldn't ask for much more from the OU defense. I mean, just all around, they played great. They bent, didn't break. And truly, any time that you looked like Cincinnati was going to come back into this one, which the offense kind of let that to be on, be on, but when they did, they let that kind of come back in this game, the defense stood up and yeah. they made a play. And that's all you can ask for. With the with the Sooners team, and this is a defensive, you know, a decent, decent defensive identity team right now. It's not like they were over the last couple of years, where the offense was the identity of the team. Right. When you come in, that's what you have to really prepare for. It's now the defense. It's it's a change in identity, but that's what you expect when Brent Venables came over. Right. right. And that's what's happening right now. The style points aren't all the way there just yet over these last, you know, two or you know, th- two or three games, but. They're doing. They're taking care of business. They're, they're getting it done. I get well. Tulsa six or six points. That looks really good. Yeah. But SMU overall, when, yeah, when yeah. the when the when the tougher teams come into town, a little bit different. A little bit yeah. different. For sure. No, I mean this defense for Oklahoma, they could have three touchdowns in four games. You know, and thirty-four total points. That's eight and a half points per game. If Oklahoma's going to allow eight and a half points per game. They're going to win a lot. You're going to win a lot of games giving up eight and a half points per game. Now, that's not going to probably be able to sustain the whole year. But so far through four games, they've been dynamite. They're tackling. They're making plays on football. Today, they really got pressure on Emory Jones. He wasn't able to hurt them with his legs that much. That was a big concern coming in. He got loose a couple times, but for the most part, it was not really a factor. They did a great job in that area. Danny Stutzman continues to be a monster. That guy, Desan McCullough, said today in postgame, he's playing like a Buckus Award winner. Hard to argue. He's balling right now making plays in the backfield, got his hand on that uh, tip ball on a fourth down conversion. He's absolutely everywhere. Jaron Kanick was really good in this game. DeSaul McCullough's first game back was really good in this game. I mean, the defense, James, just doesn't have holes. Reggie Pearson was out today. He thought maybe that might be a little bit, you know, change the safety rotation a little bit. Didn't matter. Key Lawrence was fantastic. Billy Bowen was fantastic. Like you said, both guys' interceptions. Peyton Bowen got in there a couple times as well. The defense just doesn't have an obvious weakness right now. Six points today against a Cincinnati team. That's not going to blow you away with their offense, but they can move the ball. They can score points. They had a top-ten rushing offense in the country coming into this game. 
They moved it a little bit, but never got in the end zone. Yeah, James, like you said, defensively, there's just not a lot to complain about right now. Four games, it's been really good. Exactly, and, and, we, and we, they've talked about competitive depth throughout all of all season, and I think we're at the point where we can 100% believe them. That's that's the case now. That's mm. that's what's happening. There's been injuries on this team. Some guys have been out, but players keep stepping up. I mean, we talked about Jaron Kennick. He went out you know, later on in that game. Hopefully, he's all right. Took a, a shot to the chest, the is chest, what yeah. Brent Venables said. So we're, we're waiting to see on what happens there. But you know, other people came in and, and stepped up, and it didn't like the defense dropped off too much with him out of there. So right. that's a good that's a good sign. Also, with Justin Harrington, who's been dealing with his injury, Desan got back out there today and had a great day. You know, statistically, the second best tackler for them in this game. Right. I mean, just guys are able to come in and still produce plays, and that's what makes the defense so good right now. And that's that's what got the Sooners rolling. Four and zero. Four and zero. Yeah, exactly. I, I believe it was, and don't quote me. I'm pretty sure this is right. Twenty five different players got to tackle today, mm. and it's not like the Arkansas State game, or the Tulsa game, where it was a big blowout. You just played a bunch. This is a close yeah. game. Twenty five guys getting a tackle. That's a big number, and that's that competitive depth that you know Brent Venables and all these guys were talking about all off season. It's been really good so far for Oklahoma defensively, offensively. Another weird game, kind of similar to SMU, where there's moments of just dominance. That drive. Whenever they cut it to 10-6 and they put to, they're just running down the field, moving the chains. Gabriel's doing some running. Marcus Major's running. They're hitting. Angel Anthony, another monster day for him. He's been so good so far this season. But there was other stretches. I mean, they ended up with 20 points. You know, I mean, there was other stretches in this game where they really struggled. Now, we talked about it in the podcast leading up to this game. Cincinnati's defensive front is legitimately very good. One of the better ones they'll play all season. Where do you temperature check on the offense? I get right now for Oklahoma for you, James, because again, there's been moments of where it's like, okay, that that's looks like what we thought. And there's other times where it's you know, kind of just they go for about a quarter or so. Where it's like you know they really didn't have any big plays, they didn't put up any points. It, it's kind of a little a little uneven still right now through four games. I'm not sure if it's the offense getting complacent at times because they always seem to respond. When, when they really needed yeah. it, yeah. So they, they trail for the first time of the season today, 3-0 lead for Cincinnati, and the offense goes down and scores. And then they kind of cut it closer to 10-6, to and the offense finds their rhythm and goes down and scores. It was the same way with SMU. The offense, when they needed the most, yeah. they came down and scored. So it's like I'm not sure what it is at the moment, but when they need it, they get it. And I, I guess that's, you, can, you can ask for more than that, but right now that's all they need right now with the way the defense is playing. So shout-out to the offense for, for handling those tough moments and, and really getting through with all the leadership that Dylan Gabriel brings on the field and what he's done. I mean, he threw for 322 yards a day. It always seems like right. he's not, like, having the greatest of games. And you look on the stat sheet, it's like, man, great, wow, yeah. he, he had a great game. It's just I think the hot, the bar was just set so high from the previous quarterbacks that have come through Oklahoma. Maybe we're not – maybe we're, we're just not seeing mm -hmm. it as, as everybody else should be seeing it, you know, right. just like that. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, we're a third of the way through the season now. So you can start to – start to draw some mm -hmm. legitimate conclusions and a third of the way through and we're still wondering when the running game is going to really get going and we went back to no no Javante Mars no Gavin Sawchuk again today yeah, I, I don't know it was a lot of Marcus Major today and he was okay he was you know fine had that one really great drive that I referenced a minute ago I, you know I continue to kind of wonder the running game it you know it hasn't caught up to Oklahoma yet because the defense has been really good. And like we've said a few times, the passing offense has been pretty elite. These receivers are making plays. That might catch up to them at some point. And that's going to be something we'll probably get more into the weeds on on the podcast on Monday with Tom. But, yeah, the run game continues to be a little, a little spotty, a little hit or miss. That's kind of been the feel every single week. And it was more of the same today. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get a little concerned about the, run, the running game right now for Oklahoma. You're going to need that. And that hasn't been there reliably through four games. Yeah, I, th I think we actually saw a counterplay today. I know I was calling for it on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. and I think it worked out pretty well for the OU. So 
that's good. I mean, they're, they're, they're making some adjustments here and there. And we saw it on, on the drive, like you said, when they really needed it. We saw that they can yeah, you know, have right. the willpower right. to make, get it done. So they just got to put it together, you know, really, you know, over and over consistently. That's that's what it's come down to so far, just not getting it consistently. They've, they've made big plays. I mean, OU had their back against the goal line on one of the drives, and yeah. Marcus Major goes off for a 19, 18-yard like, run. It was like third and 20 yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. and, and you get, get them out of, you know, get them, get them back to good field position. So, I mean, they 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 know how to do it. They can do it. We've seen it in spurts. You know, just got to put it together over to overall. Um, I'm not too sure why it's not working over, but for right now, we got to just take what we can see. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like we said, Cincinnati does have one of the better fronts. Dante Corleone was making things happen early in this game, but you know, Oklahoma did what they needed to. Like James said, chips were down, down three nothing, and Cincinnati cut it to 10-6 came through with the two biggest drives, I mean, I guess of the season, at least certainly the two biggest drives of today's game, mm-hmm. uh, to push this thing out a little bit. And once they got up 17-6, it really fell over because Oklahoma's defense, it just it was hard to imagine a world where Cincinnati got in the end zone really at all, but especially a couple of times. So that's credit to what OU's doing defensively right now. It's 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 good stuff. Also, first time, no Jackson Arnold. He never got in this game. The Arnold package has been well documented. It's been kind of weird. Yeah. Didn't see it at all today. So that'll be something to kind of monitor moving forward. If that was that just a matchup thing of being on the road, a true road game for the first time, we'll see how that goes as we go along. But no, no Jackson Arnold today either. So James, Iowa State's next week. You're back at home. Iowa State has not been good. Obviously, we don't know what they're going to do today against Oklahoma State as we record this right now. Yep. But they lost Ohio last week. Their offense has really struggled. Oklahoma should be pretty sizable favorites going into that one back at home next week. How do you feel about things? Obviously, this was a this was the biggest test so far, in my opinion. Not necessarily because Cincinnati's better than SMU, but mm-hmm. it's a road game. Like we said, this place was rocking. Their students yep. were over in that end zone, and they were loud. It, this place was really into it, uh, even into the second half, but especially early. And Oklahoma answered the call. You got to feel pretty good, I think, if you're an OU fan. You're not going to really play a lot of games on the schedule that are much tougher than this one, quite frankly. I think you got to feel pretty good about things right now. Yeah, that's that's what we said before the season even started. Is that you know it's an easier schedule than OU's used to. So, you know, having that on there is 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 a good sign for OU that they've they've you know pulled through these games that they needed to pull through. They've blown out some some teams and they've you know won closely against others. I mean, they yeah. covered the spread each time, so they've done what everybody's expecting them to do, I guess. And when you look at it, you know, nationally and you know, all that everything like that, but. Going on to Iowa State, who's going to be in the receiver group again? I mean, because Nick Anderson kind of went out after yeah, he his got touchdown. a little banged up. I don't know, yeah. I'm not sure what it was, but he was on the bike for most of the game, just just riding, trying to stay loose, trying to stay warm. Hopefully, it's not too bad since he was able to still move around and things mm-hmm. like that. But I want to see what's going to happen there because we talked about the run game, but the pass game is this this team's offensive strength. That's this the strength that they have. So they need every guy to be available, and that they want to accomplish what they want to accomplish which is get back to the big 12 title game and win that game yeah 100 percent. today actually i think it closed at 14 so today was a push mm-hmm. actually i believe so they didn't they didn't quite cover today but it was a push uh, for oklahoma at cincinnati great defensive effort offense got it done when it needed to and another multi-score win for oklahoma they're 4-0 and like we said back home next week for the iowa state cyclones and then Texas a couple weeks. We're one step closer to Oklahoma being picture perfect going into that game. We'll talk about that when we get there. One more game to go, but another step closer today. For Oklahoma, as they win it 20-6 to at Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati. Again, subscribe Oklahoma247sports.com and to the Sooners Illustrated YouTube channel for full reaction from us, Tom Green, Colin Kennedy, as well as Brent Venables, and a slew of OU players who we caught up with after the game. That's all going to be on the YouTube channel. And, of course, reaction, further uh, game stories, things like that, is on the site, oklahoma.247sports.com. That's it for now. We're back home next week. We'll see you then. For James Jackson, I'm Josh Calloway signing off from Cincinnati and Nippert Stadium. 
Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.